0: Hello, everybody. It's me, Mike Catherwood. And I have to tell you about something that is truly fantastic. It's called honey. Let me break it down for you. Everyone shops online. We all do it. But if you ever shopped online, you bought something, and then you realized after you got it that you could have got it for cheaper, it's frustrating. It's very, very frustrating. Who doesn't want to save money? Well, with honey, you don't have to go through that ever again. See, honey collects and amalgamates all different types of coupons for everything you could possibly think of. And it collects them and using their browser extension and their app, it applies them to you when you check out. Boom, right there, you get money that you could have saved. You probably didn't even know about said coupon, but boom, it's right there in front of you at your checkout, saving you money because of honey. It's a fantastic little piece of technology and over a hundred thousand people have given it. Listen to me. 100,000 people have given it a five-star review on Google Chrome. This is something that is not fooling around. This is real deal, top-notch, creme de la creme tech. There's really no reason not to use Honey, and I mean that sincerely. It's free to use, and it's easy to install on your computer in just two clicks. So, shop with confidence. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash high. That's joinhoney.com slash high, H-I-G-H, you know, for high and dry. Honey. Online savings simplify. No, but you are you were like a considerable amount of something. Was it you were Long, like a,
1: Neanderthal. Oh,
0: no. Neanderthal, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: really? yeah. That's so neat. Is it? Yes. Yeah.
0: It is. There's benefit. Yeah, the no. Nah, I'm using it
3: for sure.
2: <laughs> <laughs> very first. A human, human type, humanoid. Right? Yeah. Wasn't it? It was Neanderthals and then Cro-Magnon, right?
3: Those were both around at the same time, and then they fucked and made us. I think. Ah, I think we're so, half. So w-
2: welcome to our science podcast today. Right. This is what we're <laughs> going to discuss.
3: So we're the
0: mules of Cro-Magnon and and Neanderthal. We're the mules. Yeah, because mule our mules are like horse and donkey. Yeah, but you know they they like, can't.
1: They're are sterile. They they're <sighs> sterile. <sighs> Yeah, mule. they, yeah, there's they are. There's a horse
3: and then there's a mule and a donkey. There's three yeah,
1: different things. No, mule. but
3: one is is a combo of the
1: two. Yes, that's yeah, a mule. That's,
3: that's a mule.
0: shit. And they're, a mule. S-
1: they're sterile.
0: They're sterile. What? Yeah. So we're yes. not sterile. That wow, really is a yeah. learning podcast. It really yeah, no. is. No, no, mules, mules are a combo of horse and, and donkey. Mm-hmm. That's real. Oh. That's what a mule is. That's how they came about.
1: Yes, I knew one named Sylvester as a child. You know, love is love.
3: You yeah. know what? Before we move on, what's your name? You're really cute. What are you Thank doing and stuff?
2: My name is Stephanie Beatriz. I play Rosa Diaz on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Among various other things that I do to make money.
3: You can tell you're very talented.
2: Thank you so much.
3: It would usually be intimidating to me, but I feel like I just got wiser and somehow I like um, pretty girls that I'm are so smart glad. and stuff I like now. I used to be a little insecure with those girls. I don't know why. Me too. Because I just think I was really dumb.
2: Same. What I happened- mean, I think pretty girls are intimidating across the board. Absolutely. Right? Pretty people, I think. Because they... They never, well, that's really cruel. I was going to say, like, pretty people don't have to develop personalities very often. Sometimes. No, they, Sometimes can, choose. they can. They,
0: choose don't. Not to they can. Oftentimes can. Oftentimes they can. They can. They The reality is, is like, they don't have
3: to. Yeah. yeah. I was Compared less to, intimidated know. by pretty girls because I thought when I was younger that I was attractive. And then. But I was definitely, I did, I thought I was And then high.
2: you had
3: your um, I I got older DNA and, I was like, oh and my you are like, oh
2: no, Neanderthal, I can't possibly be.
3: <laughs> no, no, that didn't, Because no, I'd already sort of got a little hideous before that test happened. By the time that test came out, I was like, yeah, kind of makes sense.
0: Uh, you're fucking high. When
3: I, was, yeah. when I was younger and had hair and shit, I was fucking, I thought, I, beside the point, what it is or what it really was, I was okay with it. I was like, you're good on the scale. You're a good looking yeah, dude. Yeah. You're very lucky. So pretty girls, I was like, hey. We would probably work out, and right? Because this would be I'm,
2: great because I'm attractive and you're attractive. But if
3: this, you started talking about your education, I would go, "Yeah, I don't probably shouldn't bring up that I can't read," you know, <laughs> stuff yeah, like that. Oh, and oh. and also like,
0: <laughs> there's this old adage. It's like men are intimidated by this and a woman, this and a woman. The reality is, and I don't want to speak for all guys, if a girl is attractive and smart, that's way intimidating. Like I, I really get. Super insecure around.
3: Oh, I just figured I'm going to let you down.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, At some point. At some point in the conversation. Go, oh. Uh, oh. But okay. that's everyone, right? Like, isn't that no. every, I mean, every human interaction, I feel like, is like, in the beginning at least, is like, well, I don't know if you're going to think I'm cool this whole time. I'm going to put my foot in my mouth at some point.
3: But what about the letdown part? I, like, some people that you meet don't, you don't let you like, down. Like, right. And, then, and you, then you're
2: like, these are my people. Right. Yeah. That's how you find your people. A yeah, series I was of like,
3: letdowns. Mar- <laughs> <Frost> doesn't.
2: <Those> All
3: <laughs> so the things that I found out about Katie. They don't. They, I didn't go. Oh, right. You know. But
2: that's yeah. like that.
3: That's
2: like that's also the. I know people get down a lot about dating, but I think the exciting part of dating is going, like taking these little risks and going, "Are you gonna like this part of me? What about this part of me? What about those really weird part of me? Yeah. And having somebody look back across and go, like, "No, I like it. I'm into it. I'm, in fact, I'm." I'm all about it. Let's do more of your weird. It's funny you mention that
3: because I'm married, so I can't really meet and date new people. But I am allowed. We have an open relationship, so Mm -hmm. I can do things if I want to sometimes. So I have a Tinder account. And the other day, I don't know when it was, not not too long ago, (laughs) I re-filled out the thing about myself on Tinder just for shits and giggles as... (laughs) a bisexual married guy in an open relationship from Australia. Like I just put all the things that there was no way you would ever want to hook up with me on. Because <laughs> I thought, why why not? Because Because then we don't have to, if you go, if you do swipe on me, I don't have to go, look,
2: Look, I gotta explain all those. already there I, in the bio. Sure, you seem yeah. interested.
3: I see that. But just yeah, yeah. real quick, did you know that there's this giant bag that I carry with me? No, you so already instead did it. it's just bag. I love it. Tons of bags. Anybody want to blow me? Listen. Yeah. No. <laughs>
2: let's, <not> really. <laughs> let's talk about the fact with your accent, you pronounce Tinder as tender. That's the sweetest thing I've ever heard in my oh, life.
3: Wow. Is it a strain, or is it because because uh, I I say I say Liberace <laughs> Ill- <Litterate>. illiterate illiterate <laughs> <laughs> Doberman. No, Doberman I used to Doberman. say. I used to say Doberman. But There's a couple like, other ones that I say that it's I just, love
2: that though. Don't you wish it was tender? Don't you wish it was be. It would like, be a lot, more, be appealing.
3: It'd be be a lot be more appealing. would a lot more lovely?
2: Until right now, it always has been tender <laughs> to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even look. That's I just really go, oh, sweet. Oh, tender. We're on tender. tender. We're on tender.
0: In, in, <laughs> in tender. dating though, like if, if normal dating outside of apps was like that, I think most people, men and women… Would really appreciate that level of transparency. Like if you got a resume before you sat down for date number one, because mm-hmm. that's a that's a tough thing to do. To have to parcel out the stuff that you're kind of reluctant I to
3: open I think some up people about. like the surprise and the hide,
2: the and keep it that way yeah. forever.
3: They kind of enjoy the facade of being somebody else to people for hopefully for the rest of their lives. A lot of people don't really want to fess up to what they really are yeah. a lot of
0: people don't want to but I don't I don't personally believe that they enjoy that I think it's That's it's torturous. kind of hurtful to hold stuff back about who you really are yeah you know I, I think a lot of people do it I, I've done it a million times but I don't think it's very fun I I can th- uh, to put it in to personal um into in, the frame of something that I can relate to personally. There was times when I was dating people and like it was all new where I wasn't open about being an alcoholic and a drug addict. Uh, And then, but then there was those people who immediately made me feel comfortable Mm -hmm. about being who I was. And that was like a great litmus test. It was like, there's these girls that just really made me feel comfortable about being like, oh yeah, well, there was this one time where I was living on the street and then I was like, there's this. Dude, who used to supply me all my crack, and then, <laughs> then there was other girls where I was like, I would, I would even order a bottle of wine, which yeah. is comp customary because I, 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 if they want to drink, that's fine. It doesn't bother. Oh, me. and you wouldn't have, and they would pour me a glass. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't drink it, yeah. but I would allow the guy to pour me a glass or the and girl you would to just pour- like not and I, touch it. And I would just yeah, exactly. And I would, but I wouldn't address it because I felt weird, and I was like, how? What's this girl going to think about me? because
3: you know? they will, they will get weird.
2: Sometimes sometimes I okay, yeah, do. Do you remember time. like do you remember having a, a thought of like, oh, this isn't a person that I can tell that to? Absolutely. Do you remember what those were? Those like little signs of like
0: I there was something about me, and I could have been totally off. I was I was being prejudiced. I was passing judgment on stuff I didn't know maybe, about. Maybe
2: or maybe it was your intuition. Yeah, you know? maybe.
0: But I thought this girl um seems very nice seems like she, I know she went to a really good college and has a, a, a kind of a straight and narrow life. She will l- look at me as if it's a character mm-hmm. flaw that I used to devote my entire
3: existence to getting
0: high getting in,
2: high, yeah.
3: you know? Yeah, but it might mean you're good in bed. <laughs> like when I was younger, if a girl said really crazy stuff, yeah. I might not think about, this is going to sound bad. I might not think about like having a long-term relationship with them, but I oh, yeah. might immediately think about having sex with them because I'm like, you're fucking crazy. But I think that's… And strange. in my experience, if you're really crazy, you usually are kind of good. for the first, It's usually not like good for a long time, but it's like the first couple of times you just… You're fucking crazy. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, whoa.
0: I think and that's, that seems to be exciting. I think that's… <laughs> and I'd love to get your gu- lady's opinion on it, but I think that's straight guy thinking. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Where you see a girl and you're like… That girl's (laughs) fucking nuts.
2: I don't know. Because I'm also bisexual and I'm not sure it's straight guy thing. It's more like sometimes you meet women who are, and and this is generalizing, but like sometimes I have met women in my past that are like, oh, you seem like a little like unhinged a little bit. There you go. (laughs) Yeah. Like a a little. A little too free Yeah, like a little free like, ooh, it's like I'm not going to let you into my apartment, but like, I'll come over to your house. Uh, like, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. But, but I mean, I think that that is like, to relate to what you're saying, it's like, if someone seems a little, like the person that you were describing sounds kind of sheltered, yeah. a little sheltered about like, possibly who they've met or who they've had experiences with, then it can be very scary to be, to say, you know, to say things that, honestly, like it costs you, you know, like I, to me, when I say, Things about my past, or, or things about who I am as a person. Like sometimes it costs me something, and then it's like a judgment of whether or not, like, are am I willing to like give you a little piece of that, or do I just want to keep that to myself for now until I know you better? Right. You
3: know? I did that big time with the radio show and coming out openly by as a man. I feel like the the shift was. I mean, not it's so it was, the shift was so big that it was like a career, mm-hmm. almost a career killer. You know, like I am all right, and the radio show is a big monster in itself. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna take a lot more than being half a gay to just stop the show from existing. <laughs> Forget <Half a gay. laughs> it's half mo half, half it, mo. Half it, but, it, but it, but it, it, it fucking did damage. Yeah, like people that, people don't want to come on anymore. There is certain people that don't want to come so on. Wild. It's not no. It's like it's like if your friend gets breast cancer. This is how I see it. Because I, uh, what's her name? you just go on The Stone Show? Super awesome girl. Gillian Barber. Gillian, uh, yeah, right. So she got cancer and, and I've been following her and I'm like, man, she's beating it and I'm, I'm pumped for her. But she, she's this thing where you kind of don't, you're, you're, you're still her friend. You love her, but you don't want to, it's like she's in the cancer world now. She has cancer. She's a survivor. I don't know if you're really trying to have her on the show anymore. I don't know if you want to, it seems like I feel like I have a little bit of a, a disease. Yeah. That I admitted I have. And it's like, oh, good for you for admitting it. Mm. But in the back of their mind, they're like, man, that's, you know I mean? I, I think I'm probably going to go over to Tony's house instead of Jason's. I
2: mean, isn't that, it's so wild that like.
3: Because I felt the show, I don't, yeah. I am paranoid. I'll admit that, but no, nah, it's, a, it's a giant no, shift. No, it
2: is a shift. Show, it is a shift.
3: The show dropped.
2: It's a it. real thing because like people don't have, uh, t- most people don't know anybody that's bi, first of all. I mean, lots of people don't know any men that are bi. And there's very little sort of imagery or rep in the world in any of our media about like um, someone that's bi and like dope, you know? And it's not uncom- like some it's weird- not,
3: It's like an uncool look. Like it's, a, it's- watching a guy make out with a guy. I mean, I, I, I as this very long sexy for me-, me. S- <laughs> <But What's
2: that? laughs> It's very sexy to me. But like- right, it's-, it's
3: like when when for a heterosexual guy sees two girls making out works for them on that right. on that level all the time. Right. I, as as a bi man, have found that to be difficult, even as a bi man, to watch a guy make out with another guy, let alone guys make out with me. It's been, I don't know how long I've been involved in being half a gay, but I have only <laughs> Open, just <really>. recently- <laughs> your whole life. <laughs> I think,
2: yeah, I guess <laughs> yeah. so, yeah. <laughs> but actually like doing Openly,
3: stuff. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but I don't, I, like, I just didn't kiss guys. I was really, if you've just seen Boondock Saints- This is the easiest way to explain it. Yeah. The cop. Yeah. Willie Defoe. I was that guy. I was like, I almost was like, you could try, you could blow me and then try to kiss me and be like, oh my God, you fag. Yeah. But I didn't say fag because that would be ridiculous. But I have definitely gone like, oh, I I mean, no, I can't do that. I'm sorry, but I can't do that.
1: I mean, like,
2: think about like everything that you've ever, every piece of media that you've ever consumed since the time that you've been alive has told you that, like, that's not for you. That's not for a man to do. Like, that's for certain men and they're gay, you know? Which is like, so, like, it's such a closed, tiny, tiny, like, little version of what sexuality can be. You know? It's like, it's like, it's like being allowed into, it's like, like if sexuality's a louvre, right? And like- Wait, what's a louvre? You know, like the big museum in in Paris, the the one where like, all of the art is, like, all of the art collected Um, over everything. Yeah. Right? sexuality is that museum and you are allowing yourself into like the bathroom, you know, like the the lobby. That's what we're doing as a society. We're just going like, you can come into the ticket counter and you can buy a ticket but you can't see anything inside because if you do,
1: you're a weirdo.
2: Mm-hmm. Which is like, there's so much there. There's so much beauty and like. You know, I always think
3: it's not, because I, I used to think, man, I got to be the only person like this on the planet. But now I'm like, I don't, I feel like, I'm sure, I know there's millions of people like me, but I think there's way more than anybody lets on. Yes. Absolutely. I think there's guys that, yeah. and girls that might have an yes. inkling of it, but they're like, oh, that, I mean, I, I should can't. definitely That's not weird.
1: I can't. go down
3: that road. Yeah.
1: It's like well, what we're saying about exposing parts of yourself and <clears throat> choosing to not show that to everybody. Like yes. it's a very sensitive thing. And like you said, it changed aspects of your job. Yeah. For people that if don't have younger? a radio show, it's going to change aspects of their personal relationships. Right. It's scary. Yeah, yeah. If I was
3: younger and I didn't have a radio show and I just lived in a small town and I came out like that, fuck that. Yeah. I, I mean, I would be in skateboarding. I'd be fucking skateboarding by myself, for right. sure. I mean, I had people at one point, I hooked up with a trans girl I mm-hmm. took a bunch of E-bombers and one of the other skateboarders saw it. Because I just, I was so high that I was like, I, I don't, this is who I am. Like I really am attracted to this lady. Yeah, she was looking at me. I was looking at her at the dinner table, and then we left together because it was on. Great, there was a connection that happened, and one skateboarder full on saw it. And I remember seeing him see it. And I'm like, I'm, I don't care. I'm going. Yeah. And then he told people. And at one point, another guy said to me, "He's like, man, I heard you're you know, what I mean fucking fag." But obviously, well, obviously, I know having like, sex true. with
2: a trans woman doesn't make you gay. First I know, of all,
3: it, it was just mm-hmm. theory. he was like, but, but I don't believe it. But if it was true, just know that I would never be your fucking friend. But you know, I know it's not true. So don't worry about that. And I'm like, he doesn't know he, how yeah. hard. Yeah. I'll never forget it. Like, I've, I'm sure I've heard millions of things. But that one, that guy, because he was, the, to me, the best skateboarder in the world. When yeah. he said that, I was like, oh, I'm so fucking hideous. Like, why am I cursed with even, why did you go with her that night? Like, what, what is wrong with you? And then pulled away from it for, you know, probably like eight years did I ever do anything because I was just like, dude, <sighs> people are watching. Right. You know, the people had fights over it. Another friend fought, another friend about me because one guy was just bashing me to kids in a contest in Vegas. Oh, this is a fag. God. And the dude was like, hey man, why don't you shut the fuck up? And then him and Mike, Mike Vallely defended me. Mike Vallely and Tuss had a fight. That's awesome. I didn't even know. I just came out. They're like, dude, your boy's fighting for you. And I'm like, What? Yeah. Wow. And, I, and that was be all because of that one thing. So I just, you know, mean I, I stayed. I, I moved back to Australia. That is because I just couldn't do the. Because Tuss was just like, oh, here comes fucking fat, you know, and he would say it in front of Jesus. Everybody. Yeah. Well,
0: that's a that's a sign of something going on with him too. There's, a, you he know, he was a
3: very violent guy. At one point, I mean, he tried to pay someone five hundred bucks to shoot my knees out, and I talked to that guy at a trade show. And he told me that he just—he was like, "Yeah, it just didn't seem worth it or something." And I'm like, "Cool. <laughs> well, that's awesome." No. And, but I, I didn't fight. I backed down from him a lot because I wasn't—I really didn't like um, confrontation. Like I was bigger. I mean, I've always thought like, even if it had to happen when I didn't train, I'm just from now training. I know that I'm naturally strong. Like I—I I have. If you—if you don't know how to fight, and I don't know how to fight, I'm gonna kill you. Like yeah. I have a lot of power of more than a normal dude does. And he's a normal dude. But I never went. I never threw a punch. Mm-hmm. I never said anything. Mm-hmm. I took it all. People were like, why are you taking it? I'm like, I don't want to fight. I, I'm yeah. scared of fighting. Yeah, And that's why I got into fighting. <laughs> the I thing- had to get past it. I couldn't live with myself. <laughs> I love it. Now that's I fight the- everybody. Like anybody wants it. to fight, but I go, yep, yeah, I'm in. You know, <sighs> even doesn't I'm still scared. But I just have to do it. That's, that's the took, thing I found though. That's- there you go, babe. Thank you. I took it back.
0: <laughs> that's the thing I found though about, and I don't want to speak for you, but, experiencing, not experiencing, watching you experience this since you've come out as being bi. That's the thing I found, A, confusing, and B, kind of so heartbreaking. Um, and I, I wonder if if your situation would be similar, Stephanie, um, is that you weren't particularly embraced on either side. Like there was plenty of gay, full gays that were kind of, Oh, yeah, no. Upset boss, at you, too. Boss, no, you know gay. what I'm
3: saying? You know that, right, full, Stephanie? Full gay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Full gay. Have you been out for ever since forever, or did you have uh, to come out, or how did it I, work for you?
2: I, like, kind of gently came out to my friends when I lived in New York, um, like, 10 years ago. And then I tweeted something a couple years back that was, like, didn't seem like a big deal to me because I was out to my friends. And it was...
3: On social media. But it was
2: on social time. and then I was on a TV show and then it was like, oh my God. So and people
3: came at you as soon as you, that it was that. like
2: very, uh, well, be, because I'm a woman, it's different, support, right? Like right. It, there's more support. But I do think the gay community in general is still finding its way in accepting the bi community because right. it does, you know, there's this, I dealt with this a lot in New York where I, I would, you know, date girls and you know maybe we'd go to a gay club or something and the minute that I was in the gay club it was like well is she a lesbian or what you know like there was this sort of um uh sort of prejudice that floated around because speak and you know maybe fairly so because some young women are experimenting in their youth and in the beginning like kind of figuring out their sexuality and they use sexual experiences with other women who may be lesbian or bi for themselves instead of kind of using them as a, I don't know, what is any sexual experience? It should be a back and forth between two people, right? And like, I think some, I've definitely met some <coughs> women in the past that are like, well, I just want to have like my gay experience, which is like, well, like no one should be yeah. used really, right? Checking off a box. Yeah. And so I think the thing that I, the thing that seemed the most difficult, I guess, was, like, my family, my parents, right. and my new family, because now I'm married, and, like, they—we've they, never really had a very open conversation about it. Right. I mean, had plenty of conversations with my husband, but with his parents has been, like, particularly, like— um yeah, it's like a sense very—I just have to tread very carefully because I don't want to completely alienate them. Sure. But I also don't—I want to let them know that they. I have boundaries and they can't, you know, they can't be shitty, you know? Right. Um, but, like, publicly, I think the main thing that happened was I I helped kind of craft a storyline on Brooklyn Nine-Nine that my character would come out as bi. And the, the reaction to that publicly was— some of it was great. Like there were a shit ton of teenagers that wrote me all these like great DMs and were like, "I didn't know that I could do that. I didn't know I could be that." You know, that was amazing. That's awesome. But then there was a there were also fans that were like, "This show's too political. I just want to laugh. You guys are supposed to make me laugh. You're just an actor like why are you pushing your political agenda?" And I'm like, "Well, I'm not. It's just like but my like your political
3: agenda. My political <laughs> agenda <laughs> like, aka what mean?
2: my pussy is attracted to is a uh, political agenda, which is not real. It's just what I like." Okay, you know? so it's kind of
3: the yeah. same as me? Yeah. I always thought it was weird to hear a gay guy say that, bye, how could that's, how could you do that? That makes no sense. And I remember thinking, wait, but we've all made adjustments to understand your side of the of the story. Mm-hmm. Like, I, and you can't try to be, it's kind of like someone, like a, a black guy being racist to a Mexican guy. Like, I, I'm just like, wait, we're, you, you guys have been, you know what it's like to be the minority and be treated unfairly. Why would right. you sympath- Why would you stack on some other group? Like you know what it's yeah. like firsthand. So I always thought that was weird, but I I got it in the end because I thought I, mean, I when I go to a gay club wherever I go if there's a gay guy he, I'm a straight guy to him and mm-hmm. he's and he's like oh is that a straight guy that's into gay guys that's what I get called right or is he fetishizing
0: so, gay guys which
3: which helps me every all guy all I'm old and all gay guys want to bone me. Every, they all do. They're like, wait, because you're like, you're such a man. This is my, this is my fantasy. They all have a fantasy of fucking a straight guy, but I'm not, so it works out right. for me because I'm like, yeah, man, I'll, I'm totally in. They're like, whoa,
2: let's do your fantasy, sure. But I
3: don't live their life. I don't have, mm-hmm. I have a, you don't know I'm gay. I mean, it's different in California. It wouldn't matter either yeah. way. But wherever else I go, I'm a man. That's my wife. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. You mm-hmm. probably like mm-hmm. moto and titties and shooting guns. I'm like, I do actually. I do. I do all those things. But <laughs> I, I, I know, but we totally can contain multitudes. Make out with dudes, and they're right. like, whoa, not cool. I mean, but I don't have to have that come out if you're a yeah. openly obvious.
2: Right. Well, gay I mean, man, then that's the thing about being bi, right? It's like a series. I've I've talked about this before. I was like, it's a series of mini coming out moments over and over and over and over and over, and oh, over wow. right? Like, yeah. it's just like, you never stop. You just like, always have to keep going on. You never know when it's going to happen. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> <Yeah>. Dinner
3: <laughs> parties. Right? Because yeah. my radio show, every now and then, the radio show will get tied in at a dinner party.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, he yeah, has a radio show. Oh, yeah, I know about Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. No, I was recently talking about uh, something I didn't know you were a liar no. person so, oh. and I'm like, yeah. cool. Twenty people at right. a dinner table, right. and you're like, and you're like, hello, and you're, my, you're my friend, and you're going, man, I heard that other one about you being a gay guy the other day, yeah. right? I'm like, cool. Let so me you almost
1: become it. like you, you, become the source of entertainment mm. for your sexuality. Mm. It's kind of annoying, right? It's I've weird. seen it happen to you,
3: but it's, but I'm okay with it now, especially from this podcast. The yeah. people, like you were saying, when you get those messages from people that didn't know that yeah. they could be that, yeah, or that, or or some of them I don't even believe. When someone's like, I was thinking about killing myself. And then I heard you, shit like that. I only, yeah. I swear to God, I only believe half of them because I'm just like, you're exaggerating a little
2: bit. Yeah, yeah. But to yeah. know
3: that somebody was that bummed out mm-hmm. about them just existing. Right. And then they heard me, like, yeah, right. man, I, I, don't, I have friends.
2: Right.
3: I make out with guys and girls, and I have friends. Yeah. People still like me.
2: I have a successful life. I have a life, job and I shit. I have it's, a beautiful life. It's
3: actually fun, believe you know? it or not, my existence. Yeah. And they're like, whoa, wait a minute. Maybe I could do that. You know, That makes it worth it for me. I don't care if. Yeah. If I get a little less, I, I honestly, I have a family, and it's not a smart thing. But if you you could take my whole career away, if you want to take my serious radio show away from me, and I get no money anymore, I don't care. As long as I get to tell everybody that this is who I am, and people get to know it, I, I, that's I'll trade it. I yeah. know I don't have to, but I would trade it because I think it's more important. Because I think about when I was younger, like mm-hmm. I really. I had skateboarding and I had drugs and alcohol and I was very, very busy not thinking about it. Not thinking about it. Yeah. you know, Because if I did, I would have fucking killed myself. Yeah. You know, like well, I used to say skateboarding saved me. Why would skateboarding save my life? Because I would have wanted to die if right. I didn't have this toy that took me away to a special place. Everywhere I went, all I did was think about doing tricks, doing tricks, mm-hmm. riding my board. I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. I'm going to get a new board, get new shoes. Think about it, think about it, think about it. Don't yeah. think about those couple of things that right. can happen to you, that, those
2: things that keep popping in your brain that won't go away no matter how hard you try, yeah,
3: yeah. So to me, it's totally worth
2: it. Yeah, and I mean, like what you just said is, you know, it's sometimes I do feel like is this is just like well, this letter that this letter that's saying they were this person was suicidal or like was afraid to get kicked out of their house or something like that. I mean, I think that stuff is more sadly more often than not, it's not an exaggeration. It is right. really it's true just, for those. 14, 15-year-old kids that are, you know, stuck in some small town somewhere that they don't know any, they literally don't know anybody in the community. They don't know well, anybody gay. Means- they don't know anybody bi. They only know us from and they TV or radio.
0: They certainly don't know anybody like him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I've always it's so, it's uh, all, hammered it's that not home. Just, it's, it is though.
3: and I'm, You're right. It's not just you. But a successful I, I, married actress. She said she was bi. I mean, I know there are, because I already, if you had said that and I didn't know right. you were coming on, I would have gone, fuck, really? No way. Didn't yeah. see that coming. Yeah. It's right. not, you know, and and some people, sure. Katie, you and I were like, yeah, cool. But we fucking know people that go, oh, oh okay, really, that's yeah, that's good. Right. But note to self, Same. sketchy bitch. Which Same without is. without
0: question, I, I totally agree with you. It's 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 all helpful and it's all um important as far as people being open about who they are and being comfortable with who they are. What I'm saying though is like, if you are that kid in the small town, especially if you're a young boy mm-hmm. and you are into moto and you are into MMA, oh, okay. like there's no one like you where they can look to and be like, yeah. oh, I can do this all? Yeah. Like I can be macho and I can be bi? Like, yeah. I, you know, there's just, that there there really isn't, you know, because like a lot of the icons of the gay and the bi community, it's, it's, you know, it's it's what people typically think of when it's, you know, a guy who's out.
3: It is strange to be, It's I don't know how it worked out, but to, when a guy is attracted to another guy, he's supposed to be into more things that a girl would be interested in. I know, it's weird. It still surprises me with that one because it's, it's not... I you mean I d I don't know. I haven't filmed myself do it. But oh, I, do you
2: mean the stereotypes aren't real? Is that what you mean? Because they ain't. Right. So, I mean they're just fed sometimes, images.
0: Sometimes they are. I mean, we all we all know those gay guys. I, I don't, mean, but we all know, but sometimes I those feel lesbians. like maybe they're they know, playing like it the up a little more. The, yeah, yeah, sometimes right. I, I do think Hollywood um and it's it's gonna be, it's it's a progressive thing, and I you know, you being in Hollywood, I, I would appreciate your opinion on it, but I, I do think they they need to bear some of the blame for that because for uh, a long, all
2: of it, yeah, for a
0: long time, it's like <laughs> every gay it. guy you see on a sitcom, every gay guy you see in a movie, it's always like hi, you know, yeah. and every lesbians like, you know, in the <coughs> well, WNBA, shed, and,
2: yeah, you know, no, it's it's all it's all. Yeah. I mean, th- we could have a whole other podcast about this, which is like who makes the casting decisions, who gets things greenlit, who decides what is available to consume you know like who decides those things and it's not normally people like us you know like there's not there's there's rarely that's what was so exciting about doing the the storyline on Brooklyn was like they our showrunner was like we would like your opinion we want to know what feels real to you as a bi person because we don't have a bi writer on the staff we have a gay writer But it's not the same. So, can you tell us what your experience is? And that's why, I mean, like, that's why your story, you know, I don't know why that, I mean, like, you better. Pitch the shit out of this to somebody because this is the next showtime show. You know, you guys like this is a great story, and there's no representation like that in the show. Jason, was ask
0: Jason, you know, a little Jason bit just got acting. barred, by the way. Have Jason you... just got a f- no, stiff correction. I'm not because this is his next show. <laughs> this is his next big show.
3: <laughs> I just want to have a radio show. It'll <laughs> <laughs> do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, unfortunately, we got to take a real oh, quick shit. break. We're here with uh very, very talented, very beautiful actress Stephanie Beatrice. We'll Thank be you. right back on High and Dry. Jason.
3: Yes, Mike. Catherwood. If, if
0: you found $100 on the street,
3: yeah, would you pick it up? I mean, I'd make sure it didn't have any poopy on it first, but yep. You're going to watch that. Good choice. Jackass stuff. Poo dollar, man. Watch out.
0: Poo dollars are dangerous.
3: Yeah, but if, it, if I, once I saw that it was free of feces, uh-huh. then yeah, I would go for it. Why? Why exactly. do you ask that? Well, because people
0: essentially are doing that every weekend by picking winners and not betting on them. They're leaving free money right there and not picking it up and taking it.
3: I knew Justin Gaethje was going to beat Cowboy the other day. Does
0: exactly. that mean if I had a, I could have got hundred? My bookie could have made you a winner, Damn a real it. winner, and gave you some money. Where were you, my bookie? Well, or it's, where was I, right? But exactly. I probably could have just. My bookie was there the whole time. Yeah, you absolutely. just chose not to use it. Sorry, but don't do the same thing week after week. I know you have winners burning in the back of your mind, but you're scared to bet. You're confused on how to do it. You don't know if the person that you're going to bet with is the right person to bet. Don't Trust be me. Don't be scared, homie. My bookie is the place to be if you're going to place a bet. And let's say you place a bet. You're starting to feel like, mm, maybe I didn't pick a winner. Do you know at my bookie, you can actually change your bet or place a different bet what? after the kickoff? No. It's true.
3: What about... Can you bet on me at Ellis Mania? Well, we're working on that. I'll be giving you some free money if you can. (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't
0: bet on Simon Woodstock. But listen, MyBookie is truly the best place to bet. They are so unbelievably helpful and and it's such a comprehensive site. And listen to this. Join now and MyBookie will double, double your first deposit. All you got to do Use the promo code HIGHANDDRY, one word, HIGHANDDRY, to activate the offer. That's promo code HIGHANDDRY. So you visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. I would do that.
3: I mean, I'm going to do that. (laughs) Hey everybody, we're back. (laughs) Yeah, powerful intro. Right? It was good, right? Huh? It was. It was good. I feel like it you're being great. sarcastic. Absolutely you not. You look fucking… Re- your skin is like golden brown. Did you get a facial? You're very attractive and youthful and it's kind of pissing me off. Well, oh, thank you, sir. I recently <laughs> saw some sunspotty things on the side of my face and I'm like, oh man, I'm going to have to get one of those expensive Hollywood facial
1: yeah, things. Yeah, the take- laser Katie talked
3: about it. She told me about they do this weird thing, make you look younger. And I'm like, I might be there. I…
0: I, I really appreciate you saying that. Um, I was just having a conversation with my wife who, who's also an actress and like…
3: it's also hard as well. Yes. Small world.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wish she was also bi. But uh, she's not. So am um, I. Uh, <laughs> um, but I, I was just saying to her that like… I would never ever been conscious of that, like gray hair or wrinkles or anything. I'd always been and, like, hey man, I'm getting, old. and for the first time, like just in, just recently, I was starting to feel like uh, well, I'm getting oh, older, oh, and like, I, and I'm not, I'm good. losing it, you know, suffer,
3: you know. Suck a butt, you hideous old man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to try and be like, oh man, you look great because fuck you. You look too good for me to
1: even yeah. have your back. You're Men annoying. age differently too, and it's perceived differently that. in society. I don't know it's, if they age differently. It, it's perceived. Differently. Yeah, Absolutely. It's so Their value is perceived differently. You gotta find Especially
0: your- in, in Hollywood, and I can only yeah. speak from my wife's experience. It is unbelievably like if. People, if actresses described it, people would be like Crimea River bullshit. Right. The reality of how women, specifically with age, obviously, you know, there's other factors, but with age, how women are treated in in casting, in in um production overall, is is fucking unbelievable. Like you it's really you can't you can't imagine how fucking like, what do you mean? This- Bad, like bad? Uh, like like they'll tell you. <laughs> but they didn't really get to the point. Like bad? Like, bad? <laughs> okay. There's there's this, I, I remember. People grabbed and watch Pussy and not Shit. Not to name drop too much, but we were we were having dinner with um with Kurt and Goldie at, at their place. Okay. My my wife's friends with them, blah, blah, blah. Um, but she uh, w-
1: Kurt
2: Russell and Goldie Hawn, <laughs> for the yeah,
0: listeners at home, in case you it. didn't she, know. And notice how they're not on the show. If you're
1: yeah, not on a first name basis <laughs> over here. And Goldie
0: said something about it that, like, always stuck with me. She's like, there's this really weird thing for actresses that actors don't deal with. And she was pointing at her husband. Hmm. She's like, you have this lifespan as hot chick, and then you have this other lifespan as district attorney. Mm -hmm. Yes. But there's 25 years in between. Mm. Uh, You know what I'm saying? Like, you can be the young hot chickadee, and then you can be, like, the wise older woman who's, a judge or a fucking not, grandma, you is know? Is
3: cool to be 38?
2: Well, it better be because that's how old I am. <laughs>
0: Are
2: I, you really? I, yeah. Wow. I think it's changing. It is. Do it's do getting better. but steroids? I think it's changing. I do, consistently. Good. Um, They're working. Um, I Great. don't. I don't. Um, I do think it's changing, but I think, like, yeah, I think across the board it's way more brutal for women and, like, the amount of work that it takes to, like, kind of stay, you know, stay um, I guess valuable mm-hmm. you know because like so much of a woman's value is placed on her beauty and not necessarily on like the other things that she can add to the world so like when you think about the last you know just think about like the last blockbuster film that you saw like all of us think about it right like who is the female like lead in it or or secondary lead right Margot Robbie how old's the lady? How yeah. old's
3: the Spanish lady in Fast and Furious? The Hispanic girl? Yeah. Uh, the,
0: e- which, Hobson Shaw? Isa?
3: Hobson Shaw or the or Sh- actor? Sure.
0: I didn't watch that one. I but think it's Issa
2: Gonzalez, right? Yeah, um, she's older. She's isn't
0: she? Ridiculous. She- no, you're, we're speaking out different girls. I think girls. we are
2: talking about different talking girls. Isa Gonzalez is one of the hottest chickens. Oh, I maybe I'm Michelle playing. Rodriguez. That's yeah. who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. well, so Michelle Rodriguez started her career as like, she was like a different. Type of person, right? Like she was this like badass in girl fight, where like the whole movie was built around her strength and her like badassery. Okay. So then that became her marketable value. Okay, right? so like, she can be older. So she can be a little older, but she's still like badass. So
3: she's a badass, right? just like the other. I mean, The Rock is fifty. Like all these dudes that are right. the hero are not. You know, right. in in MMA, right. there's no fifty year old dude that's the winner. But is there
2: going to be a fifty year old? woman action hero like there that's when we'll know what we've made really made progress and like we're starting to like jamie lee curtis was the fucking bomb in um the last halloween movie that she right. was she in
3: she has she keeps doing those.
2: and it opened so big and it was great and she was and Linda, she, and in Lies, in the,
3: she was older in there. too and mm-hmm. she was still the hot chick was, in True yeah. Lies. who was the wife mother not trying that to be the hot great, chick that was a, she kicked ass in
0: that i I'm excited so to see bad. Linda Hamilton and like just how she's a
3: just about to applied say that. in the I new know, Terminator. Like, oh, and she yeah. looked
0: she my wife was even commenting, like we were watching the trailer. It's awesome that she's back and she doesn't look like she's trying to hold on to being twenty five. She's like an older woman the, and but she's but like, I I'm I a tri- badass. Her
3: angle is because when she first showed up, she's she a,
0: badass. a badass.
1: Yeah. She
3: wasn't
0: just no a ding no no not
1: in the first Terminator. She was a total. Ding she was dong. a damsel
0: in distress. Yeah, she needed. Oh yeah, she, and then she, she got yeah. oh God,
1: she I
2: don't remember. No, the yeah. very first Terminator, Terminator,
0: she was Sarah Connor. the poor a waitress, little, right? poor little waitress that yeah. needs help from Kyle Reese, who's sent back from
2: uh, the future yeah, to protect but did her. did she have know? those biceps in the I first movie? Them. No, oh, no, right. she was like. She got that in- when she
3: got the shoulders and, and that was in the eighties. When you had, mm-hmm. when a girl had shoulders and biceps like that, they were on steroids for that
2: sure. That is so <laughs> crazy. Those biceps and shoulders. She was nuts. You know what? I bet you if you watch it then-
3: now, it's not that impressive. Really? No, It is. It
2: is it I is. thought. Is it? The, yeah. Yeah.
3: Okay. It's one of the most impressive
2: oh, no, female man. physiques
3: I've ever seen. She has no bottom half though. She just
0: she has no stops bottom half. at well, their belly button. Well, there's genetic. like nothing. She just has
2: a mermaid tail.
1: Yeah. And they shoot around it. Yeah. Shoot around. I think she
3: can do a lot of chin ups because there's nothing downstairs. I, I, top, top heavy.
0: All
1: magnets. Speaking about like, oh like
3: Hollywood and
0: things. Uh, <clears throat> you are, um, and I'm trying to say this without like sounding like a, a boneheaded walking boner, but you are, you're really, you're really attractive. <laughs> you're a really oh attractive God. girl. And you, you you easily fill that category of like the hot chick. In whatever project that is you're doing, so so hot, nice. super hot, and
3: shit, so hot.
0: It
2: is a wildly strange thing to hear myself describe that way because I was not, I I did not grow up an attractive child. I was like, so I mean, I guess like now when I look back at pictures, uh, I'm sort scored. of like, <laughs>
3: that's the one. You I guess want, so, the one,
2: well, the one that's didn't like
3: think she was hot. No, I didn't I think I was
2: pretty. I mean, like you know as an adult as an adult I think I've been like all right I can appreciate myself and like I can you know but I think when I was a kid especially in adolescence it was just like oh my god like I wanted and you know maybe it was where I grew up I grew up in Texas and the sort of standard of beauty is very different than how I look it's like you know it's it's white skin it's blonde hair it's big boobs it's cheerleader it's not it's nothing like what I look like so like for the longest time, I didn't even think TV was an option. I wanted to do theater forever. I moved to New York after school. I was like, "Well, I guess I'm going to do theater because that's the only way I'm going to make any money." And then, as I sort of got into theater, I was like, "Oh, maybe, maybe like I could go to LA and like do something, and maybe I could like book a couple jobs and make a little money." And then, and then Brooklyn Nine Nine came, and it was like amazing. That, amazing.
0: That, that kind of answers my question, I guess, because my where I was going was you, you easily fill the hot chick starlet category, but you've been able to um, almost unquestionably flex your acting muscles mm. and show that you, um, a lot of people don't know that like a multicam comedy is really hard to do. Like that's a really, really difficult thing to ask. And, it takes a, a special talent to be able to have the timing and the ability to kind of do yes, that.
2: I'm extremely talented, but you are—you know—you <laughs> really so are to be talented. to be
0: alongside uh, people like you know Andy Samberg and Chelsea Peretti, and mm-hmm. be able to not only hold your own but to shine as comedically. Thanks. Like you're a really talented person, Thank and you. so I was wondering if coming up because you have the looks, if there was ever people who um, tried to kind of pigeonhole you in a way that you weren't, uh, didn't allow you to do that and express yourself I think it was and-
2: more, the pigeonholing was more, oh, well, you're a Latina, so you should play like a spicy Latina with an accent. You right. Know? Like that was more of what it was. I was very lucky in the beginning to get a couple really good opportunities that were kind of, they were weirdly like st- still a little stereotypy, but they allowed me to like flex in some ways. Like I played, <gasps> I played this role on The Closer that was like, a Latina rape victim. But like I got to do this like really cool monologue that was actually really beautifully written. And then I got to play, I've played a couple times Sofia Vergara's Little Sister on Modern Family. And that shit is funny. They write that show really Whoa. funny.
1: Yeah, it's so, a great show. Yeah.
2: And, and I, so I was doing the accent. I was Latina, but the jokes were there. So I was able to sort of show like, yes, I can do this thing, but the, I can do the jokes. Right. Because like that's a... That's a that's the most fun stuff to me like and I guess it's like about timing and stuff but also I don't know I just I like really like comedy it's really fun
0: yeah it is and but you know and I I just so often see I mean obviously things have gotten better and it's changed but you so usually you see that where people perceive the attractive woman Mm -hmm. as like she can fill this void but let's get the other girl who we all know is funny who may be a little overweight or she may look a different way to do the mm. the heavy lifting. And it's like, it's nice to see that.
2: Well, that's, yeah. I mean, that's, again, like a lot of our conversation today is about stereotyping people, right? Yeah. Like who's allowed where? Who's allowed to do what? What roles in life are you allowed to fill? Like can a, can a very macho reading dude have a sexuality that's beyond you know, what people would like to contain him in? Can a marriage have, you know, less boundaries than what would be quote-unquote normal? Like, can someone who is overweight play the romantic lead? Can someone who's brown skin and brown hair play um, an ensemble comedy member? You know, like, I think that, that the exciting thing about, there's a lot of bullshit about being alive right now, but the exciting thing about being alive right now is that the it seems like the, the, the parameters that we've placed on, on other human beings, we're all sort of like going like, this doesn't make as much sense anymore. Like, I want to let you be as much of yourself as you can be. I want to see other people living their fullest selves right. as much as they can, you know? And I want to, you know, like my boss on Brooklyn Nine-Nine is a white dude. He's white dude, straight white dude. Um, but he wanted to build a world on TV that was like more like the world that he wants his kids to grow up in. So what that meant was that it was reflective of the world that he would like to see in which like dudes are feminists, lots of people are gay or bi, lots of different colors of people and lots of types of people in one work environment that all love each other. Yeah. My
3: kids grow up with it, but go ahead Katie. Yeah,
1: I was just going to say, I do see that a lot in TV shows. That are on now mm-hmm. like there's more tra- there's trans characters yeah. there's bi characters there's gay characters there's uh, open relationships and some people can see that as like oh you're cramming it down our throats but it's like <laughs> no there's just no representation for that yeah. anywhere and the, people that like live out in the midwest and <clears throat> would never be exposed to anything like that yeah. now they get to sort of have that experience and feel like they get to know those kinds of people and like accept them more yes. it's great it, it makes me great. really my happy my kids know
3: about it I saw their face I've talked to them about all that kind of stuff especially my daughter when she was real little what is a gay person what is this place what is that and I just told her and I watched her face do it by herself because she's unscarred Mm -hmm. I never said anything about being bad it's nothing bad about being gay being trans being a cross dresser because that was the first thing she saw she drove through Boys Town saw big tall ladies out the front she was like whoa (laughs) what is that I'm like Wait, that's, well, oh, that, we're in Boys Town. This, those are like uh, guys that are dressed up as ladies. They're going out. And what's Boys Town? I'm like, Boys Town's where it's like gay people. What's gay? I'm like, oh, it's when a guy like marries a guy or whatever. And a girl marries a girl. And they love each other whatever whatever. In the past, you say, go. Huh.
2: A little brain thinking. And then, and
3: then on with my life. Right. Because it's not a big deal. Because I didn't. No one ever gave this big. Oh, some people do weird shit with each right. other, and the devil comes. <laughs> and it doesn't, just, none of that. I mean, she never heard anybody say that, yeah. so she doesn't care about it. But that's unfortunately, cruel. I
0: don't know if that's the norm. You know, really.
3: No. Well, there's. You know what? Look, there's the other side. Because obviously, there's there's people that are conservative, and they have parents that are conservative, and they will hear all day. But my friend, my, my daughter has a friend who's stayed at my house who is very religious. Her parents are very religious. Uh, and sometimes my daughter will talk to me about how ridiculous it is. Mm. And I don't say good for you or anything, even though Katie can tell that I'm very proud of her. <laughs> but I just go, oh, well, that's cool. You know, the, You know, people have their ways of living life as long as they don't want anybody else to die. I don't see the problem. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, she thinks like people are like watching her and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, well, maybe. I, hey, we don't know. I don't know just want to live your life but when i hear all the conservative people like this is bad that is bad and i watch the news and how people are angry at this and angry at that and i'm like yeah okay there's a lot of people that are pretty bummed out about it but um you know i smoke weed shoot guns i make out with dudes and girls I'll suck your dick <laughs> <laughs> Having a great day. Jake. Do you have this
2: on a shirt yet? I thought <laughs> we shoot guns of make no. out I wanted to make out girls.
3: with guys on the podcast, but I just didn't know how it would even make any sense. But I just want, because I know the video, it's on YouTube. And I'm yeah. like, what? Because there's nothing creepier than that for everybody. This will be, this will be, you, you mean, I will lose fans. People will go, oh, but I'm like, yeah, but if I do it, maybe you'll get used to it more. Yeah. It,
2: is it that bad? No. You know, like if I all. do that it's to just...
3: somebody, if I do it to her and it's on there, is that bad? Or are you like, whoa, easy is a time and a place? Okay, I get it. Like for the podcast, high and dry, I'm not going to pull my dick out. But if I kiss my wife because I love her and you see a little bit of tongue, is it really that bad? If I'm just trying to show you how much I love her, and then if I have a guy come in and I make out with him and I give him a little bit of tongue, is that, is, it's not porn, it's love. I care for this person, I'm attracted to them and I'm kissing them. Why can't we all be okay with that? It's just. I mean, there's just the question, right? You see, your show makes more when you have it in a, in a show where there's a—you know, I mean, we're, we're telling a story here. Right. Mine's just, you know, it's, it's almost like Fear Factor. I mean, I'm fucking <laughs> Joe Rogan. Now I'm going to suck a dick. <laughs> here we go for a thousand bucks.
2: Fear Factor, the buy episode. That would be oh the
0: greatest God. episode of Fear Factor ever. That's right. I mean, I would watch be that. Funny. You know?
1: But. <laughs> Sure, like a little dial. How gay are you? Like, where's it gonna go?
0: It's, um, it's it's strange though, and I think you guys have a a much more a, a much different kind of situation because you are who you are. And everything probably right from the get go, even when you were dating, was probably pretty open.
1: Yeah, Uh, I I put all my cards on the table. Right, and I, I mean, I
0: just and what I know of you as people, I I could see that 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 was kind of the way it was. Yeah. Um. And I think that you're probably a lot more stable in open relationships compared to a lot of other people because you've always been so open with each other. I wonder, Stephanie. Um. You, I hate to say this, but you are very. Lucky woman. Uh, I'm a I'm a big fan of your husband, Brad. Oh, he's, yeah. a, he's he's, a, he's a really you meet so few people in life that are gen- genuinely sweet person. But your your husband's a, a really a really good guy. Um, and I, I hate to say that because he's here.
3: But uh, <laughs> no, that is awkward. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but I was there ever you know any kind of internal discomfort about opening up because you probably did recognize that this this guy's a keeper.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. I wonder how he's going to feel about my sexuality. I'm
2: pretty sure I was very from the get. I think yeah. it was like first date, right? I'm looking over at Brad right now. Yeah, I think it was like first date. I was mm-hmm. like, hello, I'm bisexual at some point in the first couple of conversations. And hey,
3: you, know, you say, no offense, but when he gets told by you that you're bisexual, doesn't that mean that you're potentially thinking about a threesome? Is that, that, I did say is no threesomes.
2: You said I no did, three. Yeah, things. like that was also one of the things very early In the on. Same I was like, sentence. I don't do that. I, I I don't know if you're into that, but that's not for me. I can't really handle that for myself. Right. So if that's you think that's part of this, that's a no for me. So does that mean he can do stuff by himself? No, we don't have an open marriage. We
3: don't have so an open. Ha- so you you're just you're by, but it yeah. It's not I mean, happen.
2: you know, it doesn't shut off like.
3: Right, just, you know what I mean? Just like in your life that is a, the, yeah. right now you're married and that is the end yeah, of that. Yeah,
2: I'm married, but it doesn't like this is this is also something I've talked about before it's like just because you're married doesn't mean you're, you know, you're a eunuch. Right, or like your radar shuts off. Like, yeah. you know what I mean?
0: Oh yeah. believe well, yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> my radar's Jesus fucking so, my radar's
3: going go to the gym with him. He can't so. stop. Everybody's ass is a target. <laughs>
2: But yeah, like we don't have, we don't have an open marriage just because it's not what would work for us. But I think like part of uh, one of the things that I, I thought about a lot was like, well, I don't want to not be my full self entering into like dating. So like anybody that I was dating at the time, I was like, this is who I am. You know? Um, And I was (laughs) dating some women and some men um, and, and I just didn't want to start it with a. I didn't want to start it with a dude or a woman and not let them know yeah. because it felt weird. It was like, well, I'm not, then I'm pretending that I'm straight forever, you know. Like, then what if we end up together forever and I've never said it? Yeah, and and like that didn't feel right to me. Sure. but it did. Like, it did cause problems later with his family.
0: See, my my concern uh, being married and in a in a monogamous relationship is not like oh i want to get some threesomes if my wife was by i would i would internally be kind of concerned that she has needs that i'm not able to scratch i'm not yeah. able to scratch that itch yeah, you know what I i'm saying i think
2: that that's probably i mean i can't speak for brad but yeah. i would assume that that would be something that he thought thought about you know um yeah and that is something that you that i have you know when when things were getting serious with him and when i was like oh i think that i i think i would like this person I think they like really fit me in a lot of ways there was a moment there was definitely a couple moments where I was like well that really means like if you're going to be in a monogamous relationship with this person and commit to them which is what you want then you are really like saying that is the end of all other sexual experiences with other people for me and this person right now I do have a workaround which is I'm an actor and like the weird and interesting part of being an actor is that you do have, sometimes you have scenes with people. You
3: make you out ha- with ladies. You have
2: to create chemistry. Yep. Yeah. And like it's men and women or non-binary people or whoever it is that's in the scene with you. Like you have to create chemistry and sexual attraction between two people. And so it's a really interesting, I've talked about this with other actors before. It's a really weird point of access to your to your like internal Self, that, like, most people don't ever get that access, you know? Like, most people don't get that at all, which is, like, if you just, like, work in a regular job and are in monogamous marriage and don't have an open relationship, when do you ever, like, let your your dial get turned up? You never do, you know? Mm
0: -hmm. I I actually—I'm not kidding here. I actually go out of my way to make sure my dial never gets turned up. Stays down, yeah. I mean—
2: most of us do.
0: It's a dangerous train and right. I don't want it to even get going down the track.
2: But you have to turn it on if you're in a scene. Yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah. if you're in a sex scene that, you know, has to make a whole audience think that like this is real, <gasps> it's really happening. You have to you have to access it. You have to turn it on. If I had to kiss like, Melan
3: Ackerman once and I was getting so pumped. That's so started, hard. That's so like, difficult. So
2: Melan Ackerman. She's so nice, <laughs> isn't she? Yeah, she was bad. in the first pilot that I ever did.
3: Aw. And she was so nice to me. She tattooed her name on my ass. Really? Yeah. That's how I got her on the show.
2: What? Wow. I was like, go yeah, on
3: my show, I'll let you tattoo my ass. You can put your name on it. She was ass.
2: like, I'll do it. She's like I'm there. That seems like something she'd be game for. Yeah. Yeah.
3: But I did the same. She was like, maybe we should just make in the scene. I was like, really? Okay. And then someone was like, mm, maybe just like lick each other. And I was like, God damn it, Whoever just said that. Because I had to be like, yeah, great, let's lick each other. And I was like, man, I am about oh to fucking and I was single too, I think. So I was just so like, funny. Gotta You gotta be kidding me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so funny. So close, so
2: very
3: close. <laughs> It's—I it, uh, know—it's a
0: weird thing, and I hate to harp on it, but it, I think this applies to people in all um, in all professions, not just uh, actors. <sighs> but I notice a weird thing that happens in my life because uh, a lot of people don't understand this. They—they they think that actors make a lot of money and they don't work very hard. Acting. <laughs> especially a working, a real working actress like yourself, it's really hard work, a lot of crazy long hours and stuff. And um, maybe it's a little bit different for my wife because she, she has a child, but mm. I'll go places a lot without my wife, places that you would want your partner to be at. Mm-hmm. And people are like, where's your wife? Mm-hmm. And I go, oh, she's she's working. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh man, how do you deal with that? How do you do, you know? And, and alternatively, my wife never gets asked questions when I'm not able to show up oh, at a place. Funny. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. if a guy's working, it's like, oh, well, he's at work. And and I noticed it really, uh, it really with a lot of clarity uh, on my daughter's first day of school. I had to take my daughter to the first day of school because my wife is in Atlanta filming. Oh, she would have been bummed, right? My wife was a bit. torn up. About. Yeah. But so is life. She's, you know, she's paying the bills. Um, every single mother I talk to yeah. Was like, oh my gosh, your my your wife must be devastated that she's not here to
2: mm-hmm. be.
0: every single one of those fucking mothers was solo. Yeah. No one asked them where the fuck's your husband. Right, he's right, he's, right. he's yeah. not even he is available. He right. just he just chose not to go. <laughs> and because he's a guy. And, and I was just wondering, like, does that apply to you in your life? Like do you still get that same thing? Cause I women who work it's obviously a much more prevalent thing now and women who are really working and, and earning big money and doing their thing, um, there's still like this weird tension about it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's mm. like, hey, well, you don't you have time left to be a normal woman and do your thing and do domestic yeah, chores?
2: I don't know if that, I mean, you know, I don't know. I guess maybe I should pay more attention. I mean, like, I don't think I've ever really noticed it, you know, and maybe it's because, Maybe it's because Brad and I feel really equal to each other that it doesn't feel like—
0: You're much better than him. You're not equal. Wow. But just, you know.
2: Um, I don't believe that, Brad. Um, But I don't know. You know, I I wonder if I'll feel it more like when we have a kid someday. Like, I wonder if I'll feel that sort of, like, mom pressure. Because it sounds like (laughs) that seems like a big thing that I have heard some of my friends who are moms have experienced that. Or the the feeling of, like— you know, like the dad does like one thing and everyone's like, oh my God, you're the greatest dad who ever lived. My my manager was talking about how he took his two daughters to dinner and his daughters are like 13 and 11. And he took them to dinner and they they kept having people come up to the table and be like, you are the best dad. I've been watching you. (laughs) You and your daughters are so sweet. They're Uh just like, oh my God, you're the best. Nice to get that. And he like, he kind of told me that story and was like, what the fuck? Like- they wouldn't. That wouldn't happen if they were out with their mom. It'd just be like a mom and her two daughters. Like yeah. I'm not any different. I'm not more special because I'm taking them out. I'm just being a parent.
3: When I first got divorced, I was, you know, I don't cook. Yeah, so I just took my kids to eat every time we yeah. ate. and every time we ate, it was just a constant ah. Oh. <laughs> And I'm like, man, this is better than a puppy dog. Like, I could get laid with this thing. Like, everyone's just like, oh, I can't believe it. I'm you like, yeah, the reason I'm actually here by myself is because I'm a terrible husband. But yeah, <laughs> you should definitely get my phone number.
2: Join the, la- join the team. I mean, it's weird. It's weird that it's like such, such a, it's still such a different um, measuring It's stick. a
3: weird thing that guys think that they don't need to go. Because to me- Yeah, what's that? that kind of showed me, because I'm raised from, uh, my father was fucking terrible. Like, uh Told me that he wasn't even. Go- He's like, I went to look at cars, and I was gonna leave and move to Adelaide. I'm glad cool. I stuck around, but I, you know, mean, I really was thinking about getting the fuck out of there. And, cool. you know, him cool. and his friends were all drunk, laughing at me, and I'm like, it's not.
2: Thanks for that sharing funny? that. I'll
3: laugh with you because if I don't, then everyone's gonna be like, oh, come on, Jay, don't take it too hard. Right. Yeah, but I didn't like any of that, and he was never nice to to women, and wasn't responsible in any. There was that whole like in yeah. the kitchen thing without even. Without him thinking that he is a chauvinist, it was just like, of it's course, they're in the, the kitchen. Way. What the fuck? Right. So for me to change, like, hang out with my kids and and think, like, when my when my ex wife wasn't around, it was not. She was she's awesome, but I can't talk to my kids with other people around. Mm. Like when you leave us alone and it's just us two, us three, we talk about shit. Like yeah. my favorite thing is when I get one by themselves. And it takes time because at first we're both the same. We're both like, don't. we're occupied with other shit in our head. And I can tell, I can see it in their face. It's just like we're doing other stuff. And then it's like, okay, phone And I've ordered or, you know, what I mean, things. And we're like, so this one guy at school is like super. And I'm like, okay, now we're off. You know, what I mean? cool. we're, we're talking about stuff. It's yeah. like life stuff. And what about… Like, I, you know, sometimes I'm like, I don't even care. I'll just fucking park the car and block everybody if you're going to drive like an asshole. And they're like, yeah, that's cool. Dad's cool. Dad doesn't wait for people. You know, <laughs> yeah. So everybody gets to share a little bit about themselves, mm-hmm. about each other, which is if you do the old school thing where you come home from work and you watch TV because you're stressed from work and, you know, not right now, you know, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. that was my upbringing. I remember when Mine my dad too. died, I mm-hmm. saw a funeral, I saw a photo because I was, had to get photos for the funeral of him playing with me, a sword, like a sword fight. You know, I had a sword and he had a sword. And I cried because I don't remember it, but God. I didn't know that he even did that with wow. me. Like I was like, oh man, he fucking did hang out with me. Wow! Like, you know, it meant it, the photo meant a lot because I hadn't yeah. seen the-
2: And you didn't the have photo. the memory because it was like you were young, really young.
3: It was to me, the only time I remember hanging out was when I was, it was man, it was fucking other chicks with him.
1: Oh my God.
3: Wait, Wait you I'm sorry. Yeah, he was cheating on my stepmom, because it's my stepmom and she said, you know, she'd already told me a few times she didn't like me. We had fights. You know what I mean? And she was like, I fucking hate you. I was like, I fucking hate you. But I you I mean it was when you're young, she shouldn't have said that. She's apologized since then, but I I don't I don't hate her at all for it. But uh he was sleeping with this other girl, and then he brought his fucking friend's sister, who was younger. And was like, uh, "Jake, come with us. We're take, taking the boat." And I'm like, "Taking the boat where? To the city?" And he's got a he had a outboard boat that did like 90 mile an hour, and fucking <laughs> took the boat with this chick. And he's immediately fucking hammered too. Like I'm driving it doing like 70, and someone's banging me like, "Look at your dad!" And I turn around, and he's sitting on the on the back of the outboard. With a beer in his hand, if you come off, you're gonna like rip your kidneys in half. Oh like my it. god! Your dad like, oh. is like a Mad Max character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. Well, let's get the boat up to ninety. Yeah. Well, then we went to the <laughs> then we went into the Yarra River. We're like up a river where we parked it in a river, and then with life jackets on, drunk, carried one chick on her shoulders while I ran with this other chick to his work, text, the electronic, you mean electronics if you want to call it, and raided the till. Like walked in with life jackets on, <laughs> fucking get out of the way. Fucking open the till, took all the cash out. Fuck you, cunts. you know what I mean? Like, I'll be back on Monday. And and took all the money. Then we went to a hotel room. Got oh a hotel. And then I fucked this chick in the hot tub. And then I see the door crack open. And they're like, Oh, he's good, you know? And I'm like, man, I don't know if that's supposed to no, Yeah.
2: I'm it's not, not you're not supposed to watch nope. me.
3: Do that. No.
2: You're 100% correct. That's not But he in the, a healthy relationship with one's father.
3: I have a therapist. There was no boundaries in my life.
0: That,
2: yeah.
3: Yeah. But he also molested me when I was a kid, too. So it's cat. Oh there no. was no. You know what I mean, the, that was the watching me bone some chick was fine. Yeah. You're burying <laughs> wow. the leaf. The whole fucking coming in the middle of the night and try to fuck me when I was like four to six years of age was oh not. Oh my
2: cool. God. You remind me so much. I have a friend who is an incest survivor. And mm. she you remind me so much of her because like she uses her life as like a, almost like bears everything open mm. so that other people will know like it's possible to survive all this. It's I possible it's, to like I thrive.
3: Like, I feel like saying it helps me survive too. Yeah. I feel like getting it out. Like cause sometimes I feel like it's annoying to be like, really dude, you have to talk about such uncomfortable shit. But I feel like I, I, I ever since I, Have been open about it. Look, I didn't know. I took like a bunch of drugs and realized it. In I had an an imaginary friend tell me it, and then Uh my girlfriend told my mom, and my mom was like, "Look, we knew he was. Somebody did something to him when he was four, but I didn't know. He said it was his father, but we, you know, we said it was the neighbor because he babysitted Jason. And I'm Uh like, well, did when dad when dad found out, did he kill the neighbor? Because I've seen my dad knock people's teeth out for cutting him off on the freeway. So did he kill him? No, no. He went over there and said, "Fucking watch it." Mm. And I'm like, mm. I, I've seen my father kill, like really, I don't even know. Maybe kill people, but I've seen him fight people for nothing, yeah. real easy. Punch everybody. So you, so
0: you knew something was up.
3: And so and just- and now that I'm a parent, like if you touch right. my fucking kid, right. I don't care. Right? I'm you're dead. Right? I don't. You're to jail. I don't care. If you're within my reach and the police haven't got you, I'm killing you. Like, and if there's no one around, I'll do it slow. <laughs> like, I don't care. <laughs> but if it's like in a heart, if I'm like, police are coming, I'll fucking kill you before they get to me. You're dead for sure. So to know that and then know him, mm. I have way more control over my temper than he does.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. he didn't do that. Yeah. It doesn't, you know. It doesn't, all the parts don't add up together. And then I did
3: MDMA mm-hmm. therapy. I did a bunch of other stuff. To oh,
2: like, yeah. I've heard that's like actually really helpful for people. It,
3: it is. It gave yeah. me, a, I, I, I remembered a bunch of stuff. Enough to not want it because he was like, We we'll could get do a look, one more session, oh, one more, and, and get all like, of it out. And I was oh, like, oh, I'm good,
2: I'm good, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Got, yeah, got all the
3: she was there listening to me talk about the oh, stuff wow. that I could see. Oh,
2: so you were able to like sit into the, in the therapy session, yeah, and watch yeah. it happen yeah.
1: just in case, you know, wow, that's amazing. In case I got too weird, holding about some it. space. That must that's have been tough amazing, for you. Yeah. yeah. It must yeah. have been
0: hard, it to was kind of witnessing.
1: Uh, yeah, it was uncomfortable because damn the stuff you were saying yeah, and to know that you experienced that. but
3: Yeah, it was really tough. But it was also, it's like these things that you don't know. It it reminds me of my addiction problems. Like I feel like something's wrong Mm -hmm. no matter what. And I don't know what it is, but Mm -hmm. there's always something wrong. That's the worst part about it. Especially when you're top three skateboarder in the world and you get paid to ride your fucking skateboard, but somehow something's really wrong. Yeah. On your, on your Tuesday where you don't right. have to go to work. Money's in the bank, Jason. Mm-hmm. Just keep mm-hmm. riding the skateboard mm-hmm. that you were going to ride for free. And then somehow I wake up and I'm just fucking pissed yeah. all day. And yeah. I don't know why. Those, That's why I was like, I, I know why. Somebody did me hard, real bad, real bad. Mm-hmm. And, you're, and you're forever angry about it. Like I'm still, you know what I mean? Fucking angry about it. But yeah. I now that I know what it, what it is, I, most of my day, I feel like sometimes when I'm happy for no reason, I've never been happier for no reason in my life. Those yeah. are the ones that, like talking to my kids. Sometimes yeah. I remember when they were really little, and I was like, "Oh, you know, look at her walk, or look at him walk." Yeah. And now, just, you know, like I was saying, one of my friends, like my friend, you know, my friend believes in this, this, person that floats in the sky and judges people, and I'm like, <laughs> I fucking love you.
1: I fucking love this
3: day. Stupid shit.
2: I mean, I think that's like so that is, that speaks so much to the the I don't know, like the power of therapy. And also the power of having I mean like that's really incredible. that's an incredible thing that you did to like sit there with your partner and be like, I'm just gonna be like here for you and like witness this like really awful shit, you know? I mean
3: But that's the best. That's why we're so good with each other because yeah. we're both we're both scarred. We've both mm-hmm. been through Magic. so much shit. So for me to be like to tell her really bad stuff, I don't think for a second that she goes, "Oh wow, okay, right. okay, wow, maybe this is not the guy for me." Right. I know that she's like, "Oh my god, that really happened."
2: Mm-hmm. Whatever you need, yeah. You know, it's same yeah. as yeah.
3: <laughs> if she did the same thing, I'd be like, "Whatever you need me to do, I'll do it."
2: That's like that's gold. There's, Support. That is like. There's nothing, there's no, I mean, you were talking earlier about, like, the things that could be taken away from you as long as you, like, live honestly. And, like, that is one of the coolest things, I think, is when people really, we started this all by, like, talking about dating, but, like, when people find somebody that they really truly can be, like, totally vulnerable with, like, Mm. fuck, that's fucking gold. Like, it's gold. There's nothing better than that.
3: And to know that, like you saying that, and then other people that are listening to this podcast to be the opposite of that mm. is is not freeing anybody. Like no. that, the, you know, like okay, maybe this person isn't for you, but to be open to him or her with whatever afflictions that they come with, yeah, you're, you're saving lives. You're, yeah. you know I mean, you're you're helping all of us move on because we yeah. all deserve to be loved unconditionally. Yeah. And, if you, and no one's ever going to get a shot at it. If you keep bumping into people, because my ex girlfriends did that with me when they when I came out drunk, it was like I've done some things with a man I don't even know how to say, you and know. They're right? like, and they're, oh, and they're no. like, and they're like, oh, okay, cool. And then the next day they're like, fucking faggot. Yeah. Or, or did you know Jason? And I'm like, or I break, I'm like I break up with her, and then when I break up with her, she starts telling everybody, and I'm yeah, like, like they gnarly. told my first wife told like Carrie Hart and. Pink. Like, you know, Alicia's kind of my friend, but she's pink. So it's not like we we don't fucking powwow or anything. Mm-hmm. But me and Carrie have been friends for a long time. And when I first got divorced, he goes, dude, your ex was at uh, this reception thing with some new boyfriend and she was telling me and Alicia that you're gay. And he's like, it was fucking embarrassing, dude. Like she just fucking shamed herself in front of all these people. But I just thought I'd let you know. Because Carrie's a guy that's, even before I came out, he was like, One way or the other, dude, I give two fucks. Mm -hmm. You're my friend. Mm -hmm. And this bitch is at some big function, like with a group of people telling everybody about her ex-husband, the pro skateboarder, Jason Ellis. And I'm like, man, we, I married you. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, And you beat me up a bunch. I didn't punch you and you beat me up a lot. And this is the end of it. Like, this is what you do after we're done. I can't believe… Uh, Note to self. Yeah. Don't fucking tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. Because I would have thought that person. isn't
2: that awful? Like, it's so, it's so, that's the other hard part about being vulnerable with people is that, like, you know, there was some point where you two just, like, like, split ways of, like, thinking about the world or thinking about yourselves. Or she obviously has, like, a, I don't know her from Adam, but, like, so that's that's some serious work that you got to do on yourself. If you're Absolutely. if you're saying to a group of people that this is a bad thing about someone that they are, bi or gay or that uh, that's so so un 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 not too I don't know, little unbalanced cute little button
3: of a girl. I didn't see it coming. Um, bad, bad readers.
0: You know,
2: sometimes, sometimes. people <laughs> hide a lot of things. Yeah, people are, we are good at secrets. Human beings are excellent at secrets.
0: Think about the difference in the way you would behave before you did all this work in mm. dealing with your trauma. You know, like people, people who are hurt, and almost all of us are in some way or another. They do a lot of things that they shouldn't do, yeah. and they're not necessarily even in charge of it. Right. It's yeah. that trauma, right. you know, and right. and until you, it takes a lot, you know. I we were talking about how amazing, amazingly effective therapy is. Yeah. it is, but it's only effective. It's only as effective as, as the patient is admitted. Yes. You know?
1: to do the work yeah. to
3: be better.
2: Yeah, because
3: yeah. that's what beat me. That was mm. I. I had to admit I was wrong because I was so thirsty to be unscat, to be happy. I was like, I feel like there's something there. Yeah, and I'm like, it's probably me. Yeah, You know, yeah. like when I get in a fight with my girlfriend, I'm like, nah. I mean, if I really had to analyze it, right. I am really annoying. And I probably shouldn't have done that, <laughs> that, that, and that. Aww. And then, you know, so then, and that, I mean, I went to proper therapy because of her. Because yeah. she was the <coughs> the third girl that I was in love with that said the same thing when we broke up. And I'm like, okay, oh, it's you. It is me. It's not, it's
1: not there. It's like the Scooby-Doo mask reveal. <laughs> It was me. It was me all along. It was your a, face underneath it was, your own face. It was so helpful because
3: then I just went on a. It's probably you, all the time, mm. which made it easier to forgive myself. Because mm. I, you know, I'd be in therapy and I'd be like, "Wait, it's me again, isn't it?" Mm-hmm. And he'd go, "It might be." Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, and I will. Okay, I will not try to be like that again yeah. for this, you know. Off
0: you go. It's like when I got the third cease and desist letter from a girl. I knew what? I should stop beating off in okay. the bushes. I was like, this is time. <laughs> it finally set in. I was I like, like no, I'm going to stop. Guy. I
2: don't think that that's a true story. <laughs> that's but. not. She go, it go is to, funny. Go to the gym with him.
3: <clears throat> Sometimes when I'm lifting and I'm at the last weight where I'm maxing out and I'm not looking at him, yeah. I can tell that a hot chick walked by because the air changed. <sighs> and he… <laughs> <laughs> and he made it change oh because it walked by, and he went.
2: Isn't that so interesting?
3: And I'm like, dude, I can, I know what you're doing. Yeah.
2: Your radar's on. Check it out, check it out, check it out. Look at that. I'm like, man, really? Look, it's <laughs> yeah, okay. She's kind of cute, I but mean, holy you- shit, dude, you've lost yourself. Maybe we yeah. you should let the radar turn yeah. on a little more. I, it, it I might be. When he
3: goes to yoga. He has to take a break and joke off.
2: Really?
0: That's 100 true. <clears throat>
2: Are you serious? No, it's
0: bad, right? Wow.
2: I, I, In yoga?
0: It may be 5% of the yoga classes I've ever gone to, I, I've i had to. I've made it through. But 95% of them, I have to, halfway through, I go, I can't take oh anymore. I God. go to the bathroom, I jerk, jerk off, and then I finish the I class. I just
3: realized from now on, when we <laughs> do, do hear- the podcast, you should like accidentally bump his... Genitals and grab his ass and fluff him <laughs> and let's just see if he takes a bathroom. Break. Only I'm with all consent. No- and then <laughs> only we'll with know.
2: consent. With consent. Yeah. Pod. Pre- oh, yeah.
3: Mike, is it okay if
0: I?
2: That could happen.
3: Full consent. Sorry.
0: Okay.
2: Great.
1: Got to get um, that consent. I'll, I'll wear yoga pants next Got to oh, get
0: that consent. I some can't. Uh, uh, any I amount, of, wore some to any amount of camel toe, I'm dog done. the shit out of yourself over
3: here before the show starts. <laughs> any amount
0: of camel toe, I'm done.
2: <laughs> oh, no. I mean, there's a lot of beautiful people in Los Angeles. There really That's is. That's true. There and really there's is. lots of different kinds of people and— I'm yeah, I get to a guy too. I, to I get to be stuff with you. I do. I do you not just get have a it. different focus when you're there. I know. I you mean, also. So. I, you mean, also gonna, I
3: know what he's going to say. I get to do stuff.
0: Yes. Yeah. You can mm. realistically find someone you find attractive, talk to about it with Katie, and then yeah. maybe ask that person out and,
3: no, it's and way past
0: exercise that. that. I don't even. Know. I am relegated to going to the bathroom and beating off to the yoga class. You know?
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, so, no, it's
0: fair. It's fair.
2: So, what we've learned today is that. Kids maybe explore the idea of open relationships. Yes, do we marriages. learn that at least
3: once?
2: Okay. Yeah, I think like that's. Like, I mean, I think that's actually a wonderful thing that you guys are doing with this pod. Is that like you're talking about it in a in a forum that, like you were saying earlier, which is like seeing different kinds of people on television, hearing different kinds of stories. It mm-hmm. makes you go like, oh, is the story that I've been fed about what marriage is supposed to be exactly right for me? You know, right? And it might not be. It might be. But it might not be at all
1: for sure,
3: and you're not bad. No, no. Depending none of it's on bad. which one you pick, none of them are bad. It doesn't as long make as anybody,
2: th- what, what did you say earlier? As long as you're not going to kill anyone, no one's going to get hurt. Everything's yeah. fine. Yes, still yeah. Fine. The
3: essential thing—that's
2: a yeah. good one too. Yeah.
3: Everybody's super into it, and how's this? How's this bad? Yeah,
2: that's great. Mm-hmm. Unless you're
3: like really not into making any effort. Effort once it happens. Then shame. Yeah, shame. yeah, shame. on you. Yeah. Then
1: you've you. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's starfish. That's what the no. or swirlers. Swirlers. That's bad too. Yeah. No that's one swirler. wants to be swirled oh, upon. Okay, we gotta stop. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know.
0: Unfortunately, we do have to stop. But I'm, I'm i need to explore swirling <laughs> yes. next um, week. Or um, swirling.
1: Or Stephanie,
0: honestly, it's been a real pleasure talking yeah. to you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank yeah. you yeah. so much for doing This is awesome. Um where can we uh lead the listeners to uh as far as finding out more about you? Twitter, Instagram, oh, all
2: that. Um stuff. I think my Twitter is I am Steph Beats. Uh, my Instagram is Stephanie Beatrice. You can watch Brooklyn99 um on Hulu. I think worldwide, um, outside of the US, it's on Netflix. And then you can also watch it again. I think our seventh season starts airing, I believe, this spring. Awesome. Ooh, spring of 2020. <laughs> Yay!
3: Really Hi. appreciate it. Thank you so Thank
2: much. Thank you. Thanks for having me.
3: Hey everybody, Jason Ellis here. Reminding you that we have sponsors, and are you groaning right now? Are you sad <laughs> about it? We're hungry. But uh, in case you didn't know, we're sponsored by by Outlaw Energy, and Outlaw Energy is a new energy drink that is actually kind of good for you. It's got <laughs> Yerba made in it, so you know it's good.
0: It's your natural for those of you who aren't from Australia, but Jason's right.
3: Katie, what does it have in
1: it? It's all-natural caffeine blend of coffee fruit, yerba mate, ginseng, and guarana. I might be slaughtering that, but that's as well as I can pronounce it. They also use pure cane sugar in their sugary drinks, but they have sugar-free too, which I personally really enjoy. And they add electrolytes in it to keep you hydrated. One can is 200 milligrams of caffeine, which is like two cups of coffee.
0: And? I really appreciate that, as Katie pointed out, the sugar-free is not like a lot of other energy drinks that are sugar-free, but they also have like 10, maybe 20 calories of some other weird artificial sweetener in it. This is legitimate, zero-calorie, sugar-free, ready for you to drink if you're not into the sugar, which is quite moderate, by the way, in the regular Outlaw Energy drink. It's only like 45 calories per serving, plus electrolytes on a hot day, on a uh before a big grueling workout, before, before you got a, a show. before you got a long day at work, it gives you everything you need. The caffeine for the nice jolt, the nice pick me up, the electrolytes to keep you hydrated, and they all taste great. Am I am I shitting you? Super and, tasty.
3: And they are the number one sponsor of Alice Mania nineteen. And the reason that it's gonna be so awesome is because they're helping us try to make Alice fam have the best time possible. So I am very appreciative of them existing in my life. It's a great company.
0: We're really, 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 really happy that they sponsor not only Ellismania mania, but the high and dry podcast. Yeah. Um, they, they make our life great and they should be making your life great as well. Because look, it's a saturated market. We know we're not, we're not blind to this. There's a lot of energy drinks out there. I'm a big fan. And I really sincerely believe that if you choose Outlaw Energy, you are going to make the right choice. It is the best product on the market. If in you my wanna, If you want to know where
3: to go, I just realized, if you don't have it in the store, just go to their website. And then you can order it from them. it be way cheaper and they'll send it straight to your house.
1: You got a code?
3: Uh, yeah, the code is Alice Mate. Alice Mate is the code, I think. And uh, Did oh, they- the website… It's the only place that you'll be able to buy Alice Mania 19 tickets. So you might want to check that website out anyway. There you go. There
0: it is. Ella Energy.